Hello and welcome to The Messy Studio with Rebecca Kroll, the podcast at the intersection of art, travel, entrepreneurship, philosophy, and life in general. I am Ross Tickner, Rebecca's audio producer, podcast guru, and her son. In our last episode, we introduced a very common situation for us as artists, the need to produce our creative work under pressure from deadlines and other expectations. This basic idea can seem so wrong. Uh, Shouldn't our art be created in our own time, free from outside influence? Uh, There are many challenges and pitfalls involved. Uh, We may resent the entire situation. Yet for anyone pursuing art as a serious endeavor, avoiding pressure is simply unrealistic. Today, we will look at the more practical side of coping with deadlines and expectations. If you haven't listened to the last episode, uh, you should probably go back and listen to that one first. We're kind of going to take off um, from where we left off in the last in the last episode. Uh, with me, as always, is Rebecca Kroll. Hello, everyone. So at the end of the last episode, towards the end, we kind of teased that you were going to share a little bit of information about what you're kind of going through and why this <laughs> is relevant to you right now. Right. Um, yeah, I... Um, I'm in the middle of this right now. I'm, I have an exhibit coming up at Addington Gallery in Chicago that opens on July 12th. The work needs to be there on July 9th. Um, the work needs to be dry. It needs to be ready to hang and all that. So that's really not very far away. And because I had a very busy spring with travel, um, I, I'm kind of creating that work this month. <laughs> Yeah, you mentioned in the last episode that you're trying to view like the next five weeks almost as like a, a mini residency at your home. Yeah. And and that I I kind of came upon that idea and I thought, well that that works because I know that when I'm on a residency, I feel very focused on my work. And um the difference may be a little bit that I'm probably also very experimental when I'm on a residency, which in this in this situation of producing work for a show under deadline, I don't have a lot of uh, freedom to be experimental. On the other hand, I'm not. I'm also very interested in producing new work, interesting work, and work that takes off from the last work that I did. So you're a creative person, you know. So it's not like you can just switch that off and no. just and just and, and it would not be to your benefit to do so. Um, you're not in an art factory down there in your studio. You're right. you're creating new content, new paintings for people. Yeah, and it's 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 actually really exciting. I mean, I'm finding it to be an exciting challenge. I'm not complaining or moaning about it really i may do that a little bit but you know yeah <laughs> and we'll, we'll we'll try to um also uh let people know when this show is coming up and and put some information out yeah uh, so that people can come and see the work that you're creating this time during yeah. this time period and it's it is exciting to me because i just came back from greece and greece was very you know I got a lot of ideas there. It was it really moved me in a lot of ways that I were, were kind of unexpected, and so that's going into the work. And so it's exciting to have this very focused time to to process all that. Yeah, had, had you been to this particular residency in in Greece before? No. Or there was a new one for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was, you know, Jerry and I were teaching, and then I also spent. By myself, I spent four days in Athens, and that was also really influential. Influential to see um, all the archaeology and the yeah, yeah, all the ancient Greek architecture and oh, it was it was incredible. And I, I'm taking this opportunity now to say to to process it through the work, and it's 
it's just I'm just getting a big kick out of it. So um, that's the positive side of working under pressure. I am one of the people that works well with a deadline. Um, I, I'm always painting, but I do find that when I have a, a clear goal and focus and deadline, that I'm pretty productive. So it's it's not a big issue for me. I but as we discussed in the last podcast, it, it definitely there's a lot of things that can trip people up. Well, and and we kind of uh, teased in the opener a little bit. I know that you're you you've kind of expressed this ideal that it, to to be able to create work free from deadlines would be the <laughs> the absolute kind of utopian picture for what it what right. would, and, would be a wonderful if, situation for an artist. But <laughs> after I I uh, I was thinking about that, I I thought that I was thinking about this ideal world where we don't have any deadlines or expectations hovering around and. I thought, you know what, probably in the entire history of art, um, this has not existed. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, there have always been pressures and demands on artists from society at large, and whether that's economic or personal or even spiritual. Um, you know, artists in the past, a lot were painting for the church or artists who were creating art for ritual purposes and all these things. There's always somebody kind of saying okay is it done yet you know and so well and when you think of the great masterpieces uh that have been created over the course of human history uh that's they were virtually all created under deadlines yeah and i mean they're especially in certain periods of time you know in the renaissance that was for sure there were mostly commissioned work um but yeah, every anybody working with the gallery system in the more modern world experiences this, and so um, I, I kind of wonder why we even have the idea that um, somehow outside expectations uh, are imposing on our creativity. Um, we accept um, expectations from ourselves, uh, but I think even those are influenced by the outside world because we're trying to position ourselves. Um, in terms of where we want to show the work and galleries and so on, or in terms of our careers, advancing our work. So, you know, it's just basically very hard to avoid all this stuff. So, Well, um, and, and I've expressed my view, I, I think, on this podcast before that I, I think that art is a communication process between you and your audience and your audience matters. You know, the people who are appreciating your art and perhaps buying your art, um, you know, they they matter as much as yeah. you do in terms of the value of your artwork. Well, they I always think they complete the conversation. You know, right. they when your work goes out into the world, that's the other part of it that is you know, why, even part if, of why you do it. Right. Even if you're creating art just for yourself, you know, everybody at some point reaches a stage where they want to share it with other people. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're if you're ever planning to share your work with anybody, you're you're going to deal with <laughs> you're going to encounter this, you know, time constraints. And, yeah. Yeah. So I guess we should just start from the position that this is the way it is and um, talk about some ways to stay on track and, and ways to deal with all this. Um, and and I, I mentioned in the last podcast that if you go online, there's 
there's all kinds of articles about dealing with deadlines and, and everything I saw had to do with the business world and right. that sort of thing. And I thought, well, a lot of these don't really apply. Like you can't really delegate your tasks, right? You, no. can't, you can't say, hey, could you just finish that painting for me? Well, but there are some tasks that can be delegated for artists. There, um, that's true. Prepping surfaces, mm-hmm. um, adding hangers to, to work, packing your, your work. So I'm signing you up to help me get ready for this show. <laughs> Yeah, first, let me just de- uh, delegate the production of the podcast to somebody else. <laughs> yeah, it, it can be hard to find anybody to delegate this stuff to. If right. you can, that's great. Yeah, it, it, it takes being of a certain means in terms of your artwork, sure. either your success as an artist or having some kind of independent success before becoming an artist uh, to be able to afford um, getting other people to, to do some of this stuff for you, but it is on the table for some, for, for some artists. Yeah. And, and for it's, some artists, and it's yeah. advice that I've given you before. Anything that's not putting paint on, onto a surface, you know, if it's possible for you to delegate to somebody, it yeah. should be. Yeah. Um, and that, that, that's great. <laughs> the the true pressure usually isn't really that strong, right the bulk honest. of your time is going to be spent yeah, producing I mean, the artwork you got a budget for the time to do the other stuff but it's not the bulk of your of your time yeah and and because the creative process is rarely linear and we discussed this in the last one too you it's hard to even set those little mini goals and timelines and things that are always advised when you have any other kind of project or a writing assignment or those sort of things that, you know, it's pretty easy to imagine how you can break it all down into smaller tasks. And even your end goal may not be that clear to you as it is in business or education or whatever. You, you're you going to finish this thing and turn it in or present it to your committee or whatever it is. Right, right. Your, your end goal, if you're producing work for a commission or a, an exhibit may not be that absolutely defined. So um, those are all things that make it a little squishy. You know, it's it's um, we have to look at some different strategies when it's um, involved with a creative process. So one of the strategies that that I like is to give yourself extra time, and this is kind of a mind game. That okay, so I know that I have to have my work in Chicago on July 9th. Um, Originally, I thought the opening was July 5th and that I would probably have to get it down there July 1st. So I am trying to convince myself that that's the actual deadline. Right. (laughs) This is, it's kind of a funny little, little trick you can play with yourself. Just forget the actual deadline and give yourself a different one. Right. And, and give yourself a pet in a week or so. Um, and that is really um, going to give you some wiggle room and more time to look at the work when it's done and say, how's well, it really done? Um, because you don't want to you don't want to just be working up to the last minute and say, okay, this is it. Right. You know? It's it's kind of the tendency of, of people who procrastinate to do everything at the last minute. And then it's not necessarily your best quality work. Right. And and I think it's okay to use kind of a rough timeline as well. Just, you know, saying, looking at your calendar and saying, okay, I'm, I'm halfway into the time that I have. Am I more or less halfway done? If not, do I need to somehow find more time, more energy, more focus? If I am, um, doesn't mean time to relax, but stay right. on it. So that would be kind of breaking up your goals into like a halfway point or even like a weekly or a daily goal in terms of your production. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so. And, you know, be nice to yourself if you if you find that you're not on track because you don't want to fall into um, being afraid that you're not going to get done. Right. And you don't want to fall into negativity. So, uh, so you know, so many things in art are this kind of balancing act of <laughs> be have goals, but don't be too strict about them kind of thing. Um, and I think another thing that is important, and it kind of plays into that idea that I said this is my residency time, being very clear about what you're doing in your studio with the people around you so that they know what you're doing and they won't expect you to um, be as involved socially or maybe with your family or whatever as you might be ordinarily. This can be a challenge for people that if, you know, especially people that come into art later in life and don't have a history of saying to other people around them, leave me alone, I have to work. When you have a deadline, it certainly becomes important to, um, you know, state your case. <laughs> um, and there's some kind of practical things. Um, if you're working with oil paint, you can enhance the drying time by um, using fans or dehumidifiers or alkyd paints, things like that. Um, and anything that you can think of that sort of moves things along, like um, I try to get, a, if I have to gesso panels, I get as many done at once as I can so that they're all ready to go. And I'm not coming to a point where I say, I need to start a new painting, but it's the surface needs to be gessoed, which takes a couple of days for that to dry and, and go through that process. Um, I often find that I, I push myself a little harder at the end of the day instead of saying, oh, I've done enough. I say, I'm going to do one more hour here. And often it's interesting what happens in that hour Um when you when you push yourself just a little bit more, it's not it's not a huge amount, but it's a little bit more than you normally would. And I especially do that at the beginning because when I'm first starting the work, because that's momentum. And if you get a painting well underway in a few days, when you come back to work at it, it's so much easier to to keep going to to keep that momentum going to see where you might. Well, and it it, it establishes it. a good work habit. Mm -hmm. um, if you if if these things become second nature for you, then it's and it's something you do every day. Then that's over the long run. That's something yeah. that you can maintain that that ends up paying dividends. Yeah, no, it's a, it's definitely a good habit, and I think we we probably all recognize that work that's underway is usually there's an entry point to that that's easier than when you're looking at the blank panel or the blank canvas. And so keeping keeping things underway, keeping things going is really important, working on multiple panels. Um, and if you if you get to a point with something where it's really stressing you out and you're very frustrated, it's hard, but it's a good idea to set it aside. And I say it's hard because my own tendency at that point is to obsess. <laughs> yeah, we talked a little bit in the last episode about this, and we've talked about it before, where you, you end up working on some little corner of a painting. and then, Yes, and then you, the, the whole day went by, and I really right. didn't accomplish And the anything. next day, you pull that panel out, and you look at it, and you're like, I'm just covering this <laughs> in black. Right over it. <laughs> Very true. Um, recognizing when you are when you need a break... Um, it's very. It's really important. You're going to get burned out if you push yourself super hard the whole time. Uh, keep up some some social life, some family time, 
And also, I think, periodically to look at the overall project, see what progress you're making, pat yourself on the back a little bit and say, oh, look how far I've come in just a week or so. That's pretty great, you know, and that gives you some confidence to to keep going as well. Um, Also, being willing to tweak things a little bit. If your initial idea involved 10 large paintings and you think you're only going to get eight done, I don't think the world is going to end if you only have eight, you know. So it's okay to to dial back a little bit. And, you know, if, if this is for someone else, you would need to consult with them. But Right. And it's not something that you want to become known for. Like, you don't want to make a habit of, no. of under-delivering. Um, you know, it's okay to to under-deliver once in a while. Um, you know, every, things happen. People understand it. Um, but at the same time, the, in general, you want to be known for over-delivering on your promises and your obligations to yeah, others. Yeah, and it, it kind of leads me to the next point, because if at any time in your life, as an artist or as a parent, as an employee, any time, you have met a deadline that seemed very hard at first, that is a confidence builder. And I think, and so when you, if you're feeling unconfident and you're feeling stressed and afraid, one of the things to do is to remember those times and think about how, how afraid you were that you weren't going to get it done. And I, I have a kind of a personal story about that that I'll, I'll share because it's one that I, I think about often. And this happened about, I think it's about five years ago now. And this potential came up to do a large commission for um, MD Anderson Cancer Center in Texas. And uh, when the thing, when the idea first came through, I was, I was kind of stunned. I mean, I was kind of, how am I going to find time to do this? I wanted to do it, but it came at me, not only came at me while I was away teaching, but I had pretty much booked up all my time between then and when this when these paintings would have to be done and yet I couldn't say no I mean it was it was such a a big thing for me and so I said yes um they had given me some uh they were they wanted me to base these big paintings on some that they'd picked off my website so former work not all of it big some of it was very small and that that's another thing I learned it's kind of an aside but it was helpful to me to have a particular goal for each panel. I, I knew what I wanted it to look like. That's pretty rare, at least in the way that I work. But sometimes when I'm pressured, I will turn to, say, a smaller uh, study or something I've experimented with on a small piece of paper or something and use that as a guideline instead of usually I'm I'm involved in, you know, search and and search and rescue, I guess, in my paintings. And there's a lot of exploration. Um, but sometimes when there's a goal, it, it helps. So anyway, I had these particular paintings that I was working from, but I didn't have much time. And I also didn't have final approval that I was the artist for a little while. They had, you know, floated this out there. They wanted to see if I said yes or not. So there was an interim period where I wasn't really sure if I was going to get this thing. Right. But if you wait for that confirmation, you're not going to have time to complete the project. Yeah. So, so when I got done with that teaching gig, I, and I got home again, I ordered the correct size panels and I started putting paint down 
And I just wanted to build up some layers on the surface so that I had something and that there was something going already. And then when the confirmation did come through, I could hit the ground running. And so I was I was going to be leaving on a residency in Ireland. That was one of the next big things in between several other teaching gigs. So my goal really was to get these paintings mostly done before I went to Ireland. And when I came back, there'd be maybe not very long, maybe a week or so when I could tweak them a little bit. And then they had to be ready and they had to be start drying and all that. So I, you know, I did it. And I was really happy with the results and the the commission um, people that had commissioned me were happy. And I guess I don't know how I did it, except that I really, really pushed and I really, really focused and I was highly motivated. (laughs) This was pretty lucrative commission. And it was, you know, it was nice to think that these paintings would be seen by the public in that particular setting in in a cancer research building. So I did it and it wasn't easy, but it's something I look back on and I say, okay, you know, when it push came to shove, I, I was able to do it. Right. And it's really important to have a base of those experiences that you can look back on and, and say, you know, that I have achieved things. I have followed through. I've completed projects on time. Yeah. You learn that you can do it. And, you know, as I said, it, if you're starting out as an artist, you may not have art stories like this. This may be you may be looking at the first big situation and you may be feeling stressed. But do you have anything else in your life where you pulled it off? You know, maybe it was um throwing a um a wedding anniversary party or maybe it was doing something at work where you didn't have much time but you managed to pull it off. And anything like that that you can think of is reassuring because you say I am I am a person who who come who comes through well and and um, you know the human brain is is a very interesting organ and um, a, a lot of times being able to to hold that that ending image in your mind and mm-hmm. being able to focus on what does this actually look like when it comes together it's surprising how things just seem to like fall into alignment yeah and what that really is is you recognizing things that look right yeah and and saying okay this is this is what it needs to look like i'm going to lock that in go to the next thing yeah and if you have some idea some kind of ending vision of what this looks like when it all comes together it's amazing how things just seem to happen that that where it all mm-hmm. just works out, yeah. But that what that is really is your brain recognizing patterns uh, and and recognizing things that are leading in the right direction towards that that ending oh, vision. That's really the, interesting. Yeah, and that applies to so many things. Right, and it almost seems like magic as it's happening, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really it's just recognizing when things are are doing are going the way that they're supposed to go. Mm-hmm. And and it, it does get down to focus and. Proceeding without trying to proceed without inhibition or fear, right? And because that can cloud what you're what you're after, um, and that you know, I think that it it builds on itself. So if you have successful situations like this, your fear starts to diminish, and you know, okay, I can do it. Um, so. You know, we've been talking about kind of a big thing, like putting on an exhibit. And we mentioned in the other podcast earlier that there's lots of things like this that that may not be as as stressful, but they're part of 
part of everyday life, part of your life as an artist. Sometimes we set our own deadlines and expectations. Sometimes we're taking them on from other people. And they all have the potential to be very positive. So, I, you know, I guess to kind of wrap up, I would say rather than resisting the idea of working under pressure or resenting it even, which can happen, um, accept that that's part of your world. And if you're a serious artist and you're doing this as a serious pursuit, it has to be coming with the territory. And that dealing with them does get easier with experience. You have so, you start to build on your own experience. Um, and if you, you know, sense that it's time to jump in and, and deal with some of this stuff, if you haven't, I'd say try it. And, and you may really, really surprise yourself. Well, that about wraps up this episode of The Messy Studio. You can find The Messy Studio on Facebook, as well as public profiles for both Rebecca Kroll and myself, Ross Tickner. Please make sure to check out squeegeepress.com, as well as www.rebeccacroll.com, and sign up for the email list to stay up to date on events, book signings, and openings. Please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, or Stitcher, and leave us a rating and a review. Remember to share the show with friends and family and anyone who you think will enjoy it. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week with more art and entertainment. In the meantime, embrace your creative space, messy or otherwise. Thanks, everybody.